press work, writing press releases, sending them away and, and all this standard stuff. Um, nowadays, it's more like, um, let's say, emotional conversation um, and uh, triggering people on another level. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome in new months and a new podcast series of the Startup Student Podcast. I'm Christine, I'm your host, as you probably know by now. And we are starting with a topic that's close to my heart because I worked a long time in the industry and still help startups also with their marketing strategy and um, looking at branding. However, what we're going to talk about is branding inside out. And I have two guests because they're working closely together and they go hand in hand. One is Daniel and one is Sandra. Welcome to this show. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Hello. So branding inside out sounds very intriguing. I would like to start this episode by getting to know you guys better. Can you tell our listeners who you are, what you're doing and how you work together or how you even got together to work together? Um, yeah, um, my name is Daniel. Um, thank you for the introduction, Christine, and thank you for, for um, inviting us to this podcast. Um, yeah, uh, we, we started, or let, let's talk about me. Um, I started in journalism about I don't know when, uh, almost 20 years ago. Oh, that's a long time. Um, and I switched to communication after university because um, I thought it's more flexible, more interesting. And um, since then, communication changed a lot, in my opinion, because we started with press work, writing press releases, sending them away, and, and all this standard stuff. Um, nowadays, it's more like, um, let's say, emotional conversation um, and uh, triggering people on another level. And that's why we are more into branding and storytelling today. And that's one part how we work together, like um, with, uh, with Sandra and uh, we are three all together. The team is called the Foxies. Um, we work very Decentral, um, we work in different projects as well. So we, we don't always work together. So everybody can do what he or she wants to do. And that's kind of what, what we want to do today, the way we want to work today. And uh, what we tell our customers as well, being flexible, like looking at the market situation, what can you do, what can you change, what's important for you and your team. Um, so this is the start of the communication we're doing today. And that's, as you introduced uh, the title of the show, um, Inside Out, we always start with the inside. We start with the team, we start with the company and we say, are your people with you? Do they believe in what you do? And that's how we want to work together and how we want to, let's say, convince people to work with each other. Lovely. Yes, if I uh, can uh, just before Sandra, before you introduce yourself, thank you. And um, also me, I've seen also me, I, uh, I 
20 years now, <laughs> pretty much, uh, that I worked in this industry, have seen changes, have been out and in of the industry, seeing the changes, even myself starting my own business, I all of a sudden had to do all the things I did for clients previously, for myself, positioning in the market, seeing what's happening, uh, looking at trends. Um, but also me, yes, I've seen more and more storytelling comes more important because um, it's what makes us different. That's what makes every brand different because um, pretty much everything exists already out there. And if you create a new service or product um, that doesn't exist, it's there's, there is an alternative, another solution, an indirect competitor, if you want. So um, that might not do exactly the same, but solving the same issue. So it's always a question, why should um, people listen to you? Why, how can they remember you? And this is where all this comes in. And thank you for, for sharing that as well. And we're going to look into that a bit more, maybe later. But Sandra, for now, um, please tell us who you are. I um, met Daniel when I started studying um, journalism and PR, like back in the day. Um, and um, yeah, that's our, like, the common ground or common uh, starting point for the career um, and I first of all I studied journalism and PR and then went to the Netherlands to do corporate communications and that's the field I worked in for several years um, in a PR agency and later on um, yeah, with together with Annika and um, yeah, eventually we teamed up with Daniel again um, because um, from the first study that we did, um, journalism and PR, we always stayed in touch with a lot of um, yeah students that we met there. And um, so uh, for a project, we came back together and uh, created uh, what is nowadays the Foxies um, and work together in different projects doing yeah, just that PR, branding and uh, corporate communications. And yeah, over the time sort of specialized in um, the whole branding process that puts people in the middle because when we talk about especially nowadays about very specialized companies, maybe service companies. Um, what people do in a company is what makes the brand. Yes, and I think that's one of the biggest points and um, we, can, we can talk about this even further, but it's people in the company that have to identify with the brand and that have to act accordingly and uh, they have to like it as well, not just uh, trying to, to do as they're told. Um, so obviously if you founded a company, you, you, you created this brand as well, based on, on your passion, based on your knowledge um, and so on. However, if you start getting team members, employees um, or maybe co-founders, make sure it's, it's really clear what you stand for, what is your brand? And you need to live that as well, to be authentic um, and not just a fraud because people will smell that something's not right there if um, you pretend to be something that you're not. Um, and uh, that's also one thing I would like to, to talk to you about this authenticity, the honesty and um, not making up stories, but using the real experiences that you have and create stories out of that. Um, because I think sometimes people think stories 
are fake and people say things and I think they do exist because people might do that um, but the authenticity and the being honest about what happened uh, is, is I think even more important to create real stories that connect and in the end um, they're also more believable <laughs> Um, and if, if, it, if it comes up that something wasn't real, then uh, that could be uh, even damaging for your brand. However, if you promise things, if you define your values, if you know what you stand for, you always have to deliver. And also your employees, co-founder, teammates, and so on. Um, very important point there. So why? Um, let's talk a bit more, if that's okay with you, uh, unless you wanted to mention other things and I interrupted, but about the, the story telling aspect and um, the inside out aspect so just to introduce the topic that we're talking about communication yes. um, storytelling what does it mean maybe picking up on authenticity and um, I think one thing I would like to mention and feel free to comment on that in your answers as well is that everyone has a story to tell people sometimes are uh -huh. put off um, and thinking oh my god I don't have this um, turning point in my life in this company or uh, this extremely good cause um, that I, I follow through to create a story around it um, because they might have seen someone on a on a stage at an event that was talking about um, either bad or good but extreme event in their life that made them create this product or um, offer this kind of service um, so I just want to um, tell everyone everyone has a story to tell and I would like uh, to get your opinion as well on that so a bit more about storytelling <laughs> from your opinion why this became more important and um, how this has to be authentic and maybe is is relevant for everyone it's very much of course it's very much media driven because the landscape has changed drastically in the past I know we talked about being in the business for 20 years now um, so it's from um, the news, which were the gatekeepers to anyone and everyone can communicate. So there is a big uh, yeah, cloud of information out there. Um, and what you have to do nowadays is to reach out to, to people's emotions, to reach them. And how can you do that better by telling an interesting story or a story that comes from you in an authentic way? And that's why it's really true what you said. Everyone has to tell a story. It doesn't have to be a big, dramatic story. But um, especially when we talk about startups, everyone has a reason why um, they started a company. And people like to hear about people. And that's uh, why um, this is such a powerful tool. Yeah, that's true. Um, and one thing you mentioned, Christine, are values. And we think values are also very impossible because values are the link between you and your target audience. When you live a value like you sell quality products or you sell very emotional products, whatever, um, people don't buy your stuff because you're the cheapest or at least not, not everyone. Some of course do it but most people want to get some quality or some emotion or let's say what we just talked about in the introduction for us independence is very important um, and that's what we show 
our target audience. And we believe that many customers want to work with us because of our values. And that's also very important in the landscape today, in the media landscape, because um, it's not this classical communication style we had 20 years ago. It's a very different communication we have today. And what Sandra mentioned, um, social media, everybody can say what he or she wants today and um, has some listeners, of course. So it's not only that like Coke, Nike, or the very big and well-known brands can do marketing today. Everybody can marketing you go on social media like linkedin or facebook or instagram whatever you want and you start your company there so you have a voice and you can use it and it's very cheap or even priceless what what you are doing and that's a big difference compared to the landscape 20 years ago that is true um it was never easier to create a company and to go out there however this also means it's became louder and louder out there. There's much more noise than there was before. Like you said, there's channels changing, there's constantly new channels, apps, uh, uh, social media. Um, don't forget about the, the um, old marketing methods. They still work. Uh, maybe you want to hang up a poster. It all depends on what you want to offer and to whom you want to offer it. Um, but even more important that you stand out um, from that. And, uh, I completely agree. One of the things how to stand out, of course, is maybe the price, <laughs> because maybe um, everything is really expensive uh, alternative to what you're offering. Maybe it's a pricing model. Maybe you have a subscription instead of one-off, or maybe you have a one-off instead of a subscription. Um, but it's mainly you and your team, the people behind it, the story behind it, the why. Um, and this is one big thing how could to stand out because i mean how many startup and marketing supporters out there <laughs> how many branding and storytelling supporters out there but what you said is the people work with you because of your values because they know you they start getting to know you they might have seen multiple posts of you may, maybe had multiple contact uh, points with you and they start to trust you and like you and so on all these steps that you can do um understanding um why this is important what else would you like to to mention regarding storytelling branding inside out that you haven't mentioned so far yeah what, what you just said christine is um it's it's getting louder, louder in the market that's true and that's why you need stories to stand out from the crowd and one very good example because you also mentioned a cheaper price you can offer. One very good example is uh, the Dollar Shave Club. And what they did, they offer a very cheap price for razors and blades and all these um, bathroom products. But they also tell a very, very impressive story. And they had a huge impact from the first day on. Um, so it's not only about a price or let's say a quality argument, it's also pretty much about the story. And of course, the values you tell in this story. And Dot Shave Club is one very good example because um, you also mentioned authenticity. It's very authentic because what this guy explains in his spot is that you don't have to pay too much for 
your razors or what, whatever you need uh, for, for your daycare. Um, and that's what, what really catches people. And you have to know the wishes, wants, and maybe also the frustrations of your target group to trigger them and to, um, yeah, to trigger their emotions. Yeah, and I think it's lovely that you mentioned a product-based business there, um, because I think a lot of people think, oh, how can I tell a story if I have a product? Um, it may be easier to tell a story if you have a service-based business where you help people to achieve something and why you're doing this or something like that. So it can be done for both, of course. Um, perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes, and maybe adding to branding inside out as not understand it um, purely on uh, outside driven, but um, branding inside out first of all means that I build up a brand based on who I am and what I do. So being authentic, um, talked about authenticity, um, but also um, as a, a means for uh, for commitment amongst employees, um, for as uh, a means for growth, even because we said it in the beginning, um, when you start to grow and other people come into your company, um, having a very clear um, positioning and branding um, helps to yeah stay on track and not lose uh, what makes you unique. A uh, very good point. And I think one difficulty that uh, comes along with that, uh, one challenge, is to make other people understand what the brand is about and to show it by living the brand and the values uh, through behavior as well, through words, through tone of voice, and uh, how you communicate within your company as well as outside. Um, and because if I say, oh, we're, we're a playful company, Playful means different thing for different people. So you need to be extremely careful and extremely clear in what that means actually by having examples, by acting in a playful way, if we use that, for example. Mm -hmm. Behavioral branding, basically, right? Exactly. And you have to define your values as well so that everybody in the team knows what it's all about and they, they have to be part of the definition as well. So that, that they, yeah, that, that everybody's aligned. You need, you need the knowledge, um, you need uh, the motivation and the commitment by being aligned and being part of the process. But you also need um, the skills to act out on um, what is expected in terms of the position and branding. Um, so we shouldn't forget that as well. Um, I think there's one important aspect because people keep asking me that. They say, and um, especially in the startup sector, because many startups are B2B startups. And they always say, uh, we are in the B2B business. Um, and we cannot tell a story about that. There are no stories. But what you have to keep in mind always is that it doesn't matter if it's B2C or B2B, you always work with other people. You work with humans. Um, so that doesn't really matter. And humans love stories. And that's why we focus on stories. And that's why we keep telling stories, even in the B2B sector. And they really work. 
So it's it's not not more difficult than in the B two C sector. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. And always when I work with um, my clients to define their ideal target audience and they say B2B, then I say, okay, let's go through B2B questions. And then we go through the B2C questions because the person that will buy your product and service within the company is a person <laughs> still. Who knows what happens in the future? <laughs> but uh, for now, we, we're talking to people. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Well. Thank you so much uh, for, for this lovely introduction to the topic, already giving some tips what to look out for and what to include when uh, starting a company and make sure you always continue this conversation because values might change, market might change, the offer might change um, and your target audience might change. So make, I always say, make sure you review your values, make sure you review um, how you communicate and be flexible with it. I already mentioned the second episode will be about behavioral branding and I'm looking forward to talking to you then. Until then, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.